Welcome, everybody. This is Johnny Pelhank with the Exist Magazine podcast, the unexpected Midwest culture and lifestyle magazine. Uh, up and coming. I've only got one issue out, but uh, we're on our way. Um, working on the second issue now. In the meantime, I try to stay active and do some podcasting and to get some interviews of uh, local creatives here in the Midwest. Right now, focusing on St. Louis as I, I build up my my fan base and get the uh, stories out there. I reaching out locally and because uh, I have plenty of creative friends that are doing plenty of creative things. On this episode, we got Eric Dante, Fada Vampire, and Hayden Molinarolo, Death Angel, Angel of Death, the Angel of Death. And we just had a good sit-down, good chat. I hit them up. Uh, they both are working on some new music, so listen in while we talk to uh, Eric and Hayden about Eric Dante's uh, new album EP coming out and there's in his song nothing uh, which is produced by Hayden angel of death and uh, yeah they they're both just pumping out new music pumping out good music and it's uh, it's different it's unique it's creative uh, go check it out SoundCloud bandcamp anywhere there's uh, there's music out there you will find these guys putting it out there I'll put the links um, you know, somewhere where you can find them. Uh, once we get those links, you can go and check them out. Uh, yeah, so here we are. Today's episode is brought to you by me. I am uh, self-producing this, and uh, we don't have any sponsors yet, so if you know anybody that wants to uh, to pitch in and, su- and support the, uh, the effort of, uh, of what we're doing over here, what we're doing, what I'm doing, what... What 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 is uh what's the words what's what's good? Just uh yeah go go find us on the on the social medias. You got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're out there doing it all. I like to stay active and, uh, and keep doing you know keep putting content out there because it, it it comes and goes. And if we don't catch it you know while it's hot, it's it it might disappear forever. So in these moments, we uh, are able to talk with these two creatives who are doing some great stuff, and uh, yeah, and yeah, it's a uh, it's a great it's a great episode. We uh, we get into it. We 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 talk about some shit and take a listen. Let me know. Uh, let me know what you think. Go uh, go find us. Go talk about it. Talk about the new music. Talk about the new sound. Let's uh, let's hear let's hear your thoughts as well. So I wanna I wanna know that I'm uh, connecting with you and, uh, and and doing it right. So listen in uh, to this interview, and uh, yeah, enjoy. All right, we got our waters. We got our people. Yep, yep. yep. And this is uh, Exist Magazine podcast. I'm Johnny, and uh, today with us we got Eric Dante. Yo yo. Say what's up, Eric. What up? And we also got in the house Hayden Molinarolo. Mm-hmm. Hello. He's got a couple AKAs. Yeah, AKA Death BB, AKA Angel of Death. Legacy names, Juice, Groove, Ooze. And Eric, I saw you got, uh, what is it? Vampire. Fada Vampire. Fada Vampire. It's basically just a spinoff of Father Vampire. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Your little dark, dark side. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. All the same person, just you know, another name. You know. Yeah. It's another not really an alter ego or anything. Yeah. Does it just like uh, this is one of those things? Just kind of 
like do you like take on like another person out like not necessarily but like you think in like a different manner when you're when you're focused on this yeah because basically eric dante is more of like the sad boy more sensitive fada vampire is more like i don't care about anything i'm more like you know to myself alone and that's where people get me mixed up at a lot because sometimes people will see me and they're like oh he looks like he's mad he doesn't want to talk to anybody then other times they see me just like talking to everybody and that's the switch for real so just taking on a whole different what about you hayden uh, <clears throat> like my different names yeah uh i don't know i think i've so for anyone who doesn't know i do uh i'm like a photographer and like digital artist and i also do um i also do like music and uh production and stuff like that and i just for a lot of my projects they're so different that it's kind of hard to make it to like consolidate the different projects into one name so i kind of just throw out different aliases out there to kind of like compartmentalize all the different things i do so are they like different uh, like are you doing different mediums like yeah yeah like uh um i guess it's okay so like like angel of death is a project i'm doing and it's like a whole concept project about um like being it's I'm essentially like a demon or an angel or like an asteroid or something like an apocalyptic type thing and that's not like that's not what Hayden is I guess it's its own project so anytime I throw something out there it's because it has its own it's for its own reason like it has its own like world essentially mm-hmm what are in these worlds who, who are in these <laughs> everybody are you a science science fiction fan? Do you like, uh, you know? Uh, I I'm more of a science fan. I like watch space documentaries every night. Okay. Before I fall asleep, and uh, the space like learning about like you know neutron stars and like different just different crazy things that happen in like the physical universe. It's like such an existential dread. That I get like I get vertigo watching it, and it's like how I don't know, like can't even boggle though, like yeah. the vastness of space. Yeah, this whole like yeah, once you start to think about how how tiny we are out here, just mm-hmm. floating around this little little star, just happen to be, and then one day, yeah, yeah. all gonna be gone. <laughs> it's, it's, it's as it's as compelling as science fiction, I guess. Eric, are you a, a science fiction fan? Fan of the space? Yeah, I actually am. But I'm, I'm not really that deep into it. Because I kind of have my own theories about everything. So. so what theories about afterlife, space, yeah, extraterrestrials, UFOs? It really depends. Like, I believe in UFOs and aliens. Yeah? What uh, what is your like uh, like thing that grabs you like the most about like the that possibility like it, that, what makes you believe it the most? Because I honestly feel like there's other things on another planet looking at Earth the same way we're looking at it. So there may just be 
humans on Mars looking at Earth like there's aliens out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but what we've well we've te- we've technically been to Mars, right? We got rovers out there. I have. <laughs> they have. That's why I said I have my, I have my own theories. So. All right. Because you, you, you got to see it to believe it. Yeah. You got to see it to believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Are there aliens, Hayden? Are there aliens out there? Uh, man, I don't know. Uh, there's this, uh, you know, the Fermi paradox. Like, how come we haven't seen any aliens? Like, the universe is 13 billion years old. And, um,. If we were to assume that Earth is a common planet, we would assume that there would be life all over the place, and there could be there are Earth-like planets that are billions of years older than us. So it's like, how come there isn't like an insane amount of aliens or whatever? And it's like they're either going into their own simulation, like going into like computer simulations and not fucking with colonialism like humans do, like because we want to colonize you know the planets and stuff. And maybe they just built a supercomputer to like chill in experience infinite bliss every second because of the processing power <laughs> um or like there's some f- there's some filter that's killing off everything at a certain point like have you ever heard of gamma ray bursts uh like from the sun it's like this it's like when a star dies when a big star dies it like shoots out like a huge beam of light and it can like okay yeah 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 i have like, heard i have heard of that and it could like sterilize entire star systems like it could be like a hundred light year wide beam that will just kill everything it touches yeah that's like a theory why we don't see aliens and we might be up next is because these beams kill everything in their path mm-hmm. it's like explosions of energy so like i guess like statistically because like you know earth is so unique in the visible galaxy that we see mm-hmm. like the odds as slim as they are like if there was another one or if there are many like they've just been blasted away yeah i mean there's like one gamma ray burst every day that we can detect really maybe the star that takes us out so it's like there could be a filter that because if a gamma there's something like eight thousand light years away and it's shot in our direction its beam would be like 500 light years wide and just pass through our solar system Whoa. <laughs> What's Siri talking about? Why are about? you talking? <laughs> Siri's trying to get in on the conversation. I love how we're talking about, like, science, like, space, like, astronomy shit right now. And the phone she starts talking. Siri. Oh, you want me, you want me to explain the life for you? <laughs> uh, let me explain that. Here, hold on. That's crazy. Yeah, I've never, uh, I've never really thought about that. So you think it's like a filter, though? Like it's well, that's the, engineered. That's what the not not engineered, maybe. Um, I mean, that's up to interpretation. But like, that's what the Fermi like answers to the Fermi paradox, which is why don't we see life? Is there could be a great filter at some point along the way of life? It could be life starting. It could be life becoming intelligent, multicellular organisms, or it could be like things like gamma ray bursts just destroying life before it could like get to the point of like colonizing the galaxy mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. that's that's why i watch every night before i go to sleep <laughs> and 
Where where do you find those types of YouTube? YouTube. See, YouTube. I don't do enough YouTube surfing. Everyone's on Netflix and fucking yeah. Hulu, YouTube's the shit. Yeah, that's crazy. And VHS tapes. So, do you got a YouTube channel? Both of you got a YouTube channel? Yeah, mine is Derek Dante. Everything of mine is Eric Dante, pretty much. <laughs> Does it have the accent on the? E? Oh, not on YouTube. They wouldn't allow it, but if you. Spell it out, E-R-I-C-D-O-N-T-E. It'll definitely come mm-hmm. up. So do you, uh... <laughs> oh, shoot, what was I going to ask you? <laughs> YouTube, oh, the, the Dante. Um, you got an accent. Is it is that your real last name, or is it like a stage name? Um, Dante is actually my middle name. Oh, okay. And yes, it does. Having an accent? accent. That's yes. cool, that's mm-hmm. cool. So my name is Eric Dante. So where are you from here in St. Louis? Are you born here in St. Louis? Um, yes. Um, I am, <laughs> for the most part. I'm actually, I actually wasn't, but I, I mean, I've lived here, like, most of my life, so. See, yeah. I was born, I was born in Jacksonville. Well, I was born in New York, but. <laughs> New York, really? Mm, um, but I came here when I was five, so, I mean. Yeah, I yeah. I don't remember anything. Barely, yeah. I remember like a, a birthday, a couple like pool parties. Because we moved up from Florida when I was six. So I've been here since 89. Yeah, that's all you know. Yeah. Yeah. How old are you? 23. 23? Yeah, Pisces. Nice. Dude, I'm digging the new tunes. I was Thank digging you. the, your all your stuff, really. I was going through it last night, listening to everything. Thank you, yeah. Uh, we just, just dropped a new track, me and Angela Death. They're um, caught nothing. And it's going to be on my new EP, A Lamp no. in the Room. Lamp. He produced it and did the cover art, so. Dude, and the cover, dude, Hayden. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so that is an amazing, like rendition like rendering like the extension like uh, uh, exaggeration of like the features and stuff and you've done like on the album of this one and there's another photo i saw with the tears yeah he did that one that's the he did the cover that's that's the the, that's a lamp in the room cover that's the album cover so not that was the single okay 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 so the tears the tears is a lamp in the room cover itself um but yeah, trying to keep it consistent, like with the single art that's dropping from this mm-hmm. round of from Lamp in the Room. But yeah, it's be- it's beautiful, man. Oh, thank beautiful you. photography. Uh, you know, beautiful imagery. Trying to trying to just make everything cohesive. You know, what's the uh, what's the what's the song about? Because I picked up a, like a couple parts that. Well, the song is pretty much it's called Nothing simply because I actually wrote it on acid uh, LSD. But it's actually about um, being, like, used and treated like nothing, but you're doing all these great things. And it's like, um, people don't start to appreciate you until you, like, take ownership or, like, so it's basically accepting the fact of being treated like nothing and being nothing and having nothing, and it's just, like, owning it. Because I feel like the masses respect more of like the trendy so pretty much in the song and video i'm talking about everything that's not trendy but i'm talking about it as if it's this grand thing you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. so you'll see more like in the music video because it's really yeah. like <laughs> yeah we got the we've we're 
almost done shooting the music video. Okay, I was going to say, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen this video. I didn't see the video. I didn't watch it before. (laughs) Yeah, it was shot by um, Dylan Schnicker. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be really dope. Uh huh. Because Dylan's Dylan's the shit. Dylan is the shit. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Dylan Schnicker. Yep, shout out. (laughs) Shout out Cougar Daddy. Cougar Daddy. (laughs) Yep. Purr. Purr. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dylan, you know, me. Me, Eric, and Dylan live together, so we're just oh, like, dude, yeah, three great creative minds. Oh my and god, it's, cra- it's crazy because like this cover, another cover, like all of those were like spur of the moment, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. So I'm like just excited to see when we actually sit down and like you know mm-hmm. plan something out what it comes to because like this was just him grabbing the camera and like snapping a photo, and then like an hour later he's like, come in here. And it's, just like, it's just like this beautiful thing and it's just like that's the one I want to use <laughs> so well, yeah well we haven't known each other that long we've known each other for less than a year mm-hmm. um, I just saw I just saw you starting to appear in pictures with some people that I knew and I was like who the fuck is this dude oh my God, like, and I was like of course I had you know we have this joke about people always hitting you you know always hitting you up to like photograph you and stuff because you're like everyone just wants to photograph you beautiful (laughs) and you got a very unique look i love the pink hair right dreads now we got going oh god i was like i'm i look like shit right now (laughs) you're gonna laugh at me (laughs) you look sharp sharp, i'm just a button-up jeans and vans (laughs) kind of guy that's just how i roll every day every day (laughs) yeah i just we met at a gallery for like three seconds, and you were like way taller than I thought. Yeah, everybody <laughs> always says I thought, very tall. I thought he was tall. like five eight. I thought he was like short, dude. And I like see this like what six two, six yeah, three. Yes, and I saw you, and I'm like, oh my god, because I saw the blonde beard. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. Oh my god, that's the dude that hit me up. So how tall are you? Six three? Like yeah, six three, six two. Yeah, yeah. somewhere in there. Last time I checked, it was six two. Fucked me up. <laughs> like existential crisis. Like a mini, I was like. Fuck man, like <laughs> not tall. expecting this. It's tall. Did you play basketball growing up? Um, I played basketball before. Yeah, yeah. I've, I'm actually a very athletic person. Well, not now because now I'm really. Well, I guess you can say now because I like really go crazy on stage. But I really don't play sports as much as I used to. Yeah. Oh, dude, being on stage, performing. Oh my god. I've seen you perform. That's a oh. fucking workout, man. <laughs> That's a fucking workout. It's it's hard being up. I mean, just like any stage performance yeah, like I mean, the moving and constantly seeing in the lights like that makes you hot mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. you know the, and yeah the the i mean i miss the days on the stage for sure because that was my fi- that was my physical activity you it's, know it's definitely therapy performance therapy and now i haven't been i haven't been doing so much physical activity lately I need to you get back out there that's what I'm, i do i've been throwing out my old music lately i'm like hopefully something something will happen like maybe 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 Adam will hit me back up again and we'll we'll write another song. How do millennials exercise? Do they, like, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like what the fuck am I supposed? Like I, I should go. I should go on a walk and shit. But I'm not going to a fucking gym. <laughs> yeah, gyms are awkward as fuck. Like they're boring. Yeah. I don't know. I just like. How am I gonna like? Like how am I gonna remember to do laundry? Let alone <laughs> spend time. You know. Out, like, it's dancing, man. Dancing. Yeah, dance. Yeah, you gotta dance. You gotta incorporate it. You oh yeah, incorporate it into your life. Mm-hmm. You know, 
Make go, dude. That's like go to shows, go to different shows. See, I go, go to work out at shows. I dance. Last yeah. last show at Blank yeah. Space, I was, or at got a, yeah, yeah, I got on stage. Oh shit! Yeah. I was like, "Fuck y'all!" I produced for you. <laughs> I can do this. That was so much fun. Hell yeah! So, who else has you produced the songs? Because I saw that you collaborate um, with a couple different uh, producers, uh, Hayden and uh, Leonard. Leonard, um, this guy named Rinson. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out! Shout out! Peace sign Baker. He, Peace he sign goes Baker. by Love Baker now. Yeah, and yeah. those are the only four producers I've worked with because they're actually my friends. Yeah, I'm, I like working with my friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Because it's more of a connection. They understand me. Yeah, which a lot of people don't. So, well, you're not you're not an asshole when it comes to like because some people you work with, it's like it's like oh this beat isn't right or like oh it needs to be this way. It's like you're super open to like. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm way more open than a lot of people who hit me up to work. It's like, when they hit me up to work, they already know what they want to do. And it's like, they hit me up to mold me into what they want. Mm -hmm. More so than coming and we mash our visions together and then we come up with this grand masterpiece. Yeah. You know, so that's why I like working with my friends because it's like, they get it. (laughs) This is Leonard and me. They get it. Oh hell yeah! Wait, do I? I know Leonard. Yeah, you. I know Leonard. Leonard. Like every oh time yeah, Jumbo, Jumbo, Jumbos, Jumbo, Jumbos. <laughs> oh man, I bet those hot dogs are delicious. <laughs> They're fat. Did they come with matching hot dog package? You met um, mm-hmm. DJ Hood Bunny too, right? Uh, which like who? DJ, he has the really big hair, long hair. Ramar. He's always on stage every performance. Okay, he yeah, definitely, definitely. Pro- if not at the. Uh, if not at the media masquerade at the uh, the Grease Three when there was that uh, ACLU yeah, show, he was there. Yeah, the masquerade. He was there too. Yeah, dude. The hip hop scene in St. Louis right now, like, I guess it kind of sounds like a. It sounds weird when when I say it, the hip hop scene in St. Louis, because it's just good music, hip hop music coming mm-hmm. out of the Midwest right now. Yeah, people sleep And St. Louis is, uh, is a hub for it right like, now. After coming from Bonnaroo and, like, seeing, like, all the people who didn't know much about St. Louis, like, one guy was like, I don't know anything about St. Louis after the Arch, besides the Arch. And I'm yeah. just like... Yeah, people don't even know where it's at. Yeah, like, people were like, oh, you're way out there. And I'm like, it's literally, like, right yeah. <laughs> near, like, Chicago. It's, like, not that far from Chicago. Yeah. Like there, there's a few. Uh, it's starting to to come about, but there's a few people like myself doing it, and uh, Mike uh, Roth. I love him. Yeah, and, I love him and Jessica Page. Yeah, and dude, that dude's killing it with the music videos right now. Yeah, and getting his work out there mm-hmm. and promoting everybody. Like it's it's just the the lack of like media presence here to promote you guys. Yeah, That's true. what we need is more media to throw you guys out there. And get and get it out. Like I want, I want this. That's what I'm trying to do with the existing is is expose the Midwest more. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to trying to help you guys. So any shout outs, like any anything you're working on, anybody, like send them my way, and and I'll help them put it out there. Like that's I just want to be another platform. Yeah, because this is tight. Because it's like I don't want to I don't want another like I don't know. It seems like St. Louis is like stuck like several years 
Several, several years. Yeah, and that's how it's been for a long time. Like, that's how St. Louis is. We're always yeah. 10 years behind. It was like St. Louis Handlebar Mustache Monthly. I'm sh- like, that would be a thing. <laughs> that would be popping <laughs> off here. Like, <laughs> well, you know, it's not to exclude those things, though, no, because like, it's cool. there's, dude, it's mustache, mustache competitions. Have you ever been? Like, you should be in one. <laughs> a beard competition. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just like saying, but it's it's a very like different, you know, yeah. like a, a market that that you know music is versus like these, you know, the other different cultural like uh, creative outlets like of crocheting and shit, like just weird, yeah, yeah. you know, things that you could find. Like that's that's kind of what I like to do is find the weird stuff and put it mm-hmm. out there too. Mm-hmm. But the fact that like. Because right now I'm like I don't want to focus just on St. Louis, and but at the same time like I'm here and it's like hot right now, and I've got to get you guys out there and get get people to know about it because yeah, you guys are like weird. at the like Being peak like hard. and yeah. When it comes to like getting chose out of like a group of ten people and you're the only weird person. It's like they're definitely gonna choose the norm sometimes yeah. especially if sometimes they'll choose the weird but it's like it depends on who's choosing also you got some like, homophobic people or yeah. some just like normie reggie people yeah yeah that's, that, that's the tightest thing about st louis is for a city our size we have like like the the, the queer presence is great like yeah the queer community. true it's and like, it's like you go to like can't like kansas city has a has a good scene too for that but it's like you go to like I don't know, you go to Memphis or like any other like similarly sized like Midwest cities, it's like they don't have shit like mm-hmm. that. Like, and I think that's what I think that's the most interesting like part. And it's like coming into the music scene more rather than just like a a lifestyle community. Yeah. Like the art is starting to come out more. Yeah, yeah. And the and the thing is is like the the more people are, are figuring it out, mm-hmm. the more people are gonna start coming to it. Mm-hmm. Because the people are here and they're looking for it. Mm-hmm. I mean that's why a lot of talent like gets pulled out of here is because that, people there's are a huge brain drain mm-hmm. from the coasts or like just nationally mm-hmm. from St. Louis. It's like you got even like the biggest band to come out of St. Louis in a while, I guess, is Foxing. And mm-hmm. They didn't get big in St. Louis; they got big from touring. Right, elsewhere. right. You also got um, Smino. Smino, yeah. Smino, he's like performed at a lot of festivals and stuff. He's, he's like, in Chicago now, though. Yeah. Well, he moved to Chicago. Yeah. Like, but that was later on after the music yeah. and stuff. But what What about uh? Do you guys know Tef Poe? What about that guy? Oh yeah, I uh, did a show with him, uh, a three one four day show. Yeah. We were on the same lineup. Sequel, cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't uh, I haven't checked his music out, but I have like seen his name around, mm-hmm. and especially when the whole uh, uh, Michael Brown mm-hmm. thing was going down, mm-hmm. I think he was in the media a lot voice in his his word activism stuff um (laughs) (laughs) but what uh what else okay so i gotta ask about the the teddy bear because i haven't i haven't uh like because i think it's it's fucking awesome man because it's a that's a good looking teddy it's kind of a dark story behind it yeah i mean it's kind of right now. Eric carries a teddy bear around most places he goes for anyone who's not looking because it's a podcast. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. The pocket list. Uh, yeah. The, the, it's, it's not a small one, you know, it's a, uh, it's a, I have a whole bunch because like after I started doing it and like Bob's STL, like 
people started throwing teddy bears on stage. Oh. But it all started from, like, my best friend five years ago. The day before uh, he committed suicide, we went to build a bird that we had been talking about going to for forever and then that happened the day after so i just kind of like kept the teddy bear yeah and like kept carrying it because his family like got upset about the whole situation and like i didn't get to go to the funeral so that was kind of like the only memory i had yeah and then like longer down the line once people started seeing it and like a lot of people were weirded out by it because it's like this grown man walking around with like a teddy bear yeah so then i left it at a friend's house and his mom she's like really religious and she like threw it away because she was like it was bad spirits so then a lot of people started buying me new teddy bears and then it became a thing to where like i just always had teddy holy bears. cow man <laughs> it was did you see your grandma or your mom that threw it away no it was a friend's a mom. friend's mom mm-hmm. i left it at his house because i had spent the night there <sighs> and like how yeah, could she it, it do was, that? Exactly. That's horrible. If you listen to um, the songs uh, Sad Lives Matter on um, God Don't Like Ugly, my first EP, is basically a, a page I read in my notebook that I never let anybody read. It's basically me reading out what I wrote the day she did it. Oh, my God, dude. And I mentioned that. Oh, jeez. I don't know how... That, oh. Exactly. I would I would I would take that pretty hard. I'd take that pretty rough. Man, well good good for like that's good for you. I like I like the teddy bear. Thank I like you. the teddy bear even more now. Like <laughs> for you. sure. That's awesome. So do you perform? Like do you have it on stage when you perform? Yeah, I usually have it on stage, um, at the DJ booth or sometimes I hold it. It all depends. Mm-hmm. Or some it it all it really all depends. Like sometimes I even leave it in the car, like depending on how the crowd is looking if i feel like it's gonna get real wild you ever do anything crazy on stage with the teddy bear yeah um well the last show i did this is the first like the craziest thing i did but at bonnaroo like um i like crowd surfed did you really yeah 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 like i like climbed up this gate and i'm like standing on the gate and it was like these guys around me and i'm like holding one guy's shoulder and i'm like fist pumping and then like i just took it and just dove right in in. oh man it was crazy because like the dj like pass him to chicago so they passed me this way he's like pass him to new york they passed me this way and then i look over and then they're passing my teddy bear around too so it's like we both crowd yes (laughs) oh my god so (laughs) you passed us back to the stage you got to perform at bonnaroo yeah dude how is that like obviously thanks to red bull they like added me to the squad how did that like did you have to like submit anything or they came to you no um they came to me they actually chose 15 people around uh the united states and like well the world because there were people from like the uk and like yeah they, did they hear you on soundcloud or did they check you out on they facebook had, they had to because right now my music is only on soundcloud so everything that i've done as far as because of soundcloud like mm-hmm. so i'm excited to see what happens when like my music hits like title and pandora and, like, yeah because a lot of people don't have soundcloud yeah it's a it's a weird you know format to to go and listen to music for me anyway yeah. like i still have i have it and i go to it and that's that's where i listen like yeah. for sure but like it's definitely you know yeah, i'm definitely gonna put things on band camp and stuff oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah get some merch going yeah get the, the word uh, out actually the lamp in the room ep cover is gonna be what's on the merch heck yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. artwork by hayden molinarello yes 
And uh, is it Ooze BB? Is that Angel what? Angel of Death. It's Death what? BB now. Death BB. I change it up a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> I used to be Ooze. Because I was Ooze a while because I was putting Ooze in all my photos. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. You know. Like Dude. Minaj. <laughs> it's like find find a name and stick with it. I think I'm gonna stick with the death. Death is spelled D E T H, by the way, for anyone listening. Yeah. Um, death BB Angel of Death. Try to keep my brand close to that, I guess. Okay. My brand is the fucking nice thing. Your identity. Someone yeah. can ask. It's like you give <laughs> this day and age, you can give yourself Nick. Like, you couldn't used to just give yourself a nickname, be like, yo, call me Blaze from now on. It's like, fuck you. It's like, now you just change your Instagram and Twitter handle and people will start, like, calling you that. Yeah. Because that's how they they interact with you. Yeah. I've always wanted a nickname. I've always wanted a nickname. I think I've coined, like, I, I I was called the Apple, Johnny Appleseed, like, three times in, like, first grade. So I'm like... I'm yeah. Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> yeah, you kind of went with that. Remember, uh, remember our video shoot? Dude, that it still I, it still cracks me up. Uh, yeah. I fucking love it. That's that, uh, you saw that flip book. Oh, yeah. yeah. Still got the flip book? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. I got it on my, uh, my bookshelf next to my desk. God, I, had, I got like 240, or no, 12, no, not 240. I got 12 of those things. <laughs> 12, 1,200. 1, I got 12. <laughs> I think it was 12. 1,200 foot books. 1,200 foot books. <laughs> <laughs> They're down in the basement. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it's like a, like a Mary Kay pyramid scheme. Just like <laughs> a promotional <laughs> flip book of myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, uh, let me go hand these out oh, <laughs> at Lou Fest. <laughs> but yeah, the, the, yeah, doing the doing all the art well we me, me and eric have super sim- similar sensibilities mm-hmm. with our vision because eric isn't just a musician he's all visual artist creative all around same same as me yeah so it's like like we kind of fill we're a good team because we kind of fill in the gaps of what we don't like we mutually like come yeah. together mm-hmm. like fill in the gaps of what we can't do on our own that's amazing. Yeah. Like, it's such a, like, special opportunity for when that happens. You have to dwell on it. Like, you have to get in it. You have to dig and get the best stuff out right now. Yeah. Like, props to you guys. Like, keep, keep pumping it out. I think we're on the brink of that. Like, I you, think we're on the brink of that. So, is, project. yeah. His album. Yeah. Is this, like, you're going to do an album? Yeah, yeah. I So, I just... Uh, Aiden's going to do an album. Yeah, I just put out an EP. It's very low-key. I didn't promote it at all. But I just put out an EP last week or so um as my first angel of death release called proto mortis it's heavy as fuck it's only 14 minutes long it's like scary spooky yet very beautiful and uh all the things we love all the things we love i'm putting out an album on tell tapes which is tell i said that shit tapes out of columbia missouri we're playing a show in columbia Mm -hmm. the 29th cafe berlin cafe berlin dubs on deck uh, which you know, dubs. Blank time. Short hop. Short data. Hop. I'm not gonna say it, man. You know what I'm talking about. You do. You do. Uh, Short hop. Mister. Mister Dubs on deck. Mister Data Fifteen. Mister Exo Dust. Urban Mega. Oh, oh, oh shit! Yeah. There it was. <laughs> that was the name I was looking yep. for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, playing a show with him. Um, Fuck yeah. Thomas. 
So is he is he still down in uh, Jeff in, City? Yeah. Well, he lives in Columbia. Works out in Jeff City. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's a superstar out there. I bet. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. Should, if you can make it, you should come. Is yeah. It Thursday night. I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing for you, but Thursday in Columbia. What? Which Thursday? 29th. June. Yeah. Probably not. It's okay. <laughs> you 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 ready for this? You know what I'm doing that night? No. Going to a 311 concert. Enlarge for detail. Enlarge the show detail. Yeah, I just bought that tape. Where'd you find it at? Fucking uh, St. Vincent's. Oh, seriously? Yeah, 50 cents. I oh, my Lip God. Biscuit documentary there the other day, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I got to see that Lip Biscuit documentary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got a corn. Well, I've got a corn tape, like all VHS. Corn, Marilyn Manson. <laughs> um, those, like, subscription. Bjork, Bjork yeah. Those, those Dude, like, it subscription was tapes. Like, somebody's collection they just went and dumped off there. Uh, I got some of them at Record Exchange, which is tight. It's on Hampton. It's close to here. Yeah. Um, yeah, VHS tapes have been our... I literally just watched The Fox and the Hound. Like, yeah. This morning at like 4 a.m. <laughs> yeah. This movie called Johnny Mnemonic. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Johnny Mnemonic. That With was... the Keanu, like pre-Matrix shit, like where he's like oh, a cyberpunk boy. He's like, got like memory. He's like a courier, puts like that data in his brain yeah. it's funny he's like it's like how much information can you hold and he's like 80 gigs 160 <laughs> gigs if I have a doubler it's like fuck <laughs> it's like that's, that was giant that back was back yeah <laughs> it was huge didn't even think a single computer could hold that much memory back then that was Keanu Reeves one of his great films yeah I've never seen it Johnny Mnemonic okay plug finish the plugs so uh yeah, Angel of Death just came out. Proto Mortis, you can check that out on Bandcamp. Angel of Death D E T H, no A in Death. Check out, you know, you can check out his stuff. I'm sure you can find my stuff in there. Check mm-hmm. out uh, his SoundCloud. Nothing just dropped, which is the lead single from A Lamp in the Room. Uh, sooner than later, the uh, we haven't decided when the video is going to come out at some point soon. Um, I have a new album. My debut album coming out trans mortality is what it's called nice. uh, album about a planet coming to destroy the earth uh that is also the angel of death so that's coming out shows i also have a a visual ep to my first ep uh yep. god don't like ugly coming out also pretty soon like very mm-hmm. soon god don't like ugly the movie god don't like ugly the movie um it was directed and written by me, and it was filmed by Jessica J. Page. Jessica Page, check her out. Yeah, yeah Jessica yeah, Page. Yeah. I love her. I she shot. Um, she pretty much shot all of my videos. Um, Tyler Small shot one of my videos from that EP, Liddy, and then is that Liddy Kitty. Yeah, Liddy Kitty, mm-hmm. and then Dylan Schnicker is shooting all the videos for Lamp. a lamp in a room, and Hayden. Yeah, yeah. Like we're it's like. A trio, collab. yeah, we're all, yeah, it's, yeah, so it's all of us doing it's it. a huge collab, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be excited. It's, oh, it's gonna explode, shit's just gonna fucking your roof on your house is probably going to just start levitating <laughs> as the as the creative starts to fill, it's just gonna rip from the, the foundation. And just what other shows 
Um, RFT Saturday. Yeah, oh shit! Real friends. That's this Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. yeah, on Saturday I perform at the Bootleg at twelve thirty a.m. and then I also perform Slumfest. Slumfest at ten thirty p.m. Same but day. I'm only gonna be there for like twenty minutes because I have to get over to Real Friend Time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why are they doing Slumfest on the same day? I don't know, but I'm thankful to be booked for both. <laughs> yeah, right? Glad to pull that off. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! And you and you're doing Tower Growth Pride. Yep. Yeah, Pride Fest is coming up, right? Mm-hmm. Is that next weekend? Um, June twenty fourth. That yeah, so that's <laughs> that's uh, next weekend. Yeah, next weekend. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. not this upcoming. Yeah, they still they still fronting uh, for those. Oh yeah, so also for real friend times, I'm uh, surprisingly doing vocals for Demon Lover. Demon Lover, who's Demon Lover? Demon Lover's great band. It's a band. Um, do you know Andy Lasher? No. Um, yeah, I think so. part of that band. Um, I'm also doing. I'm a part of Isis Set, who's also known as Black James. So that's pretty cool. Good right. stuff. Check it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Demon Lover. Demon Lover is a St. Louis tradition at this point, and so is Ice, formerly known as Black James. So a lot of. A lot of things happening there. Yeah. What is night. it? What is it like when you guys are all working at the same time in that house? Like, how does that even? Like, I can't even fathom. <clears throat> we sit down. And is there play. music? Is there music? We just we just lay down and don't do anything for like hours at a time, and then finally do something. It's like not like, like it's not like a. It's a, not planned at all. No, Nothing yeah. is planned. It's, it's not like, like a factory it. assembly yeah. line of us. It's just we're just like hanging out. Yeah, know? and that's the fun part. It's like. Hayden gets up, walks to the computer. I'm like walking over. I'm like, "What you doing?" He's like, "Oh, just making making this beat." I'm like, "Let me hear it." And then he shows me this, and then Dylan walks over. He throws in his ideas. It's just mm-hmm. like yeah. normal normal day. Just, just like pitching in ideas, and like and like and does it turns into is it and it's like like you guys are able to like give lead like to to the to control like to, like. So it's like Hayden's got this, like so Hayden's like, you guys are feeding off of Hayden at the time. So it's like everything is inspired. So like when Dylan does a video, and Dylan's like, I got this, yeah, like, yeah. and then you guys come in and you guys are like feeding the video, mm-hmm. and Dylan's like at yeah, the helm. So mm-hmm. it's just like, yeah, we all feed off of each other, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, Dylan has Dylan has like feedback and creative stuff for stuff he's not even doing, like like us working on our like beats and like the songs. Like, he doesn't really have a technical process in it, but he's always there. He's always there with his camera, shooting a lot mm-hmm. of media. Because he has, like, this documentary thing he does called Minerals to Society. Minerals, Minerals to, to Society. Society. Oh, my God. Yeah, so. Love that. Working on, working on a new one. It's about new episode. done. Yeah. It'll be the fifth one, episode four, because it starts mm-hmm. at episode zero. Zero, right. Yeah. yeah. That shit's crazy. That it shit's looks like a movie, but it's really like not nothing planned. It's just like months of him just shooting. It's crazy things. how music, mm-hmm. like the the tone of those videos. That's all Dylan. That's, Dylan, Dylan is plays a musician. He oh, is a slept on. Look Cougar up Daddy. Cougar Daddy. Cougar Daddy. Cougar It's Cougar like Daddy. my favorite ambient release. Yes. Also, me and Dylan have a project in the works called Cougar Daddy and Blanket Man, where we're both yeah. performing and like singing and doing stuff. Blanket Man. There might be some karaoke renditions of tracks, and then also like harsh noise tracks. It's gonna be all over the place. But wow, blanket man, Blank, I'm blanket man. He's cougar daddy. 
Blanket Man. I just like hearing you say it. I'm Blanket Man. I am Blanket Man. Blanket Man was a failed attempt of trying to create like a like a, a character for a PBS kids show. And it's just like a guy made out of blankets and he's like, Blanket Man doesn't need food. He needs water though. He's really thirsty all the time. And he's like, hey kids, how about you get Blanket Man some of that water? But, and he's immortal and he doesn't need to eat, but he Water. Yeah. Wet blanket. It didn't work out for that, but we're gonna try to try to push it in like the indie market, like the indie music scene. Yeah. Blank blanket man needs water. That's so crazy. Dude, you gotta is this out yet? Like have you guys we're we've got we've got a couple of tracks. It's gonna be a lot of a lot of improv and stuff. We'll have a show. This fall, I'm going to be playing a lot of shows. Eric is not, because he's been playing two shows a week for the past year and a half. Good for you, man. All Good work ethic. Yeah. Hell yeah. We're trying to go on tour. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, well, I will. Yeah. yeah. Let's say I no will. No more St. Louis shows. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Like, I've probably performed at every venue in St. Louis at this point. So yeah. I just got to branch out and, like, you know, I don't want to be washed up. You gotta give people a little anticipation, and you gotta give give St. Louis a chance too, because like I said, like the the market's here. We just gotta get people to start coming to it and let them know that like mm-hmm. these great things are happening. Because there's so much much of the surrounding area, they kind of get like sucked in, you know, to their immediate like surroundings. I think we just need to broaden out a bit mm-hmm. and yeah, spread it out, mesh it, here. mesh it together, I'm like yeah, like mix up the. The, the the beat a little bit with the different because I feel like you know St. Charles gets left out of the mix but it's uh there's like there's some talent coming out of St. Charles yeah, whether sure. it be do a Missouri tour right yeah yeah we want to do a Midwest tour and start off like, yeah Columbia, Kansas City Kansas City yeah um, go to Nashville or Memphis yeah so like I'm down I'm trying to do like all the way to Kansas City all the way up to Minneapolis, all the way to Detroit, yeah, to Chicago, mm-hmm. Cincinnati. Oh, dang! Indianapolis, Champaign, uh, Carbondale, Illinois, down to Nashville, and then maybe even Memphis and back up to St. Louis. Dude, so like, do it. Go even go to New Orleans. Go to Louisiana. I would love to go. To Dude, New that is yeah. like that is my second city. I love New Orleans. That is my place. Never been. Ah, oh, the music down there is killer. The food Be down there. Yeah, yeah. I was literally just in a studio with Big Frida today. <gasps> oh my God, how was and that? Was DJ, it was pretty cool. Cause she's from New Orleans, right? Yeah, yeah. She, she she's was like, in room. yeah. Oh no, nice. they, they had us in the back of these studios. Did you get a picture with her? No, no. I, I was trying not to be one of the yeah starstruck about everybody. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I had on the same artist band as them, so it was just yeah, like, yeah. You're in there with with them. That's I just so cool. To be chill, you know. Yeah, dude, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I heard her last time I heard her was on like uh, uh, Wait Wait Don't Tell Me I think on NPR. Oh, yeah. She was a guest on there. Oh, crazy! Yeah, but this is it very NPR right now? <laughs> tonight on Hell Hank Lab. Tonight, tonight. So let's take it back a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking NPR always making me look at it from different angles. <laughs> Tart snowflakes. <laughs> God, 
JK. Sorry. <laughs> Lo-fi. Oh, Lo-fi. 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 Yeah, I Lo-fi got St. Louis. Lo-fi STL uh, with Bill Streeter. What is this? Like all those, uh, oh, 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 oh. Is this like a uh, an event? Like, it already happened, right? Yeah, it was on Cherokee. Yeah. It's like they basically book like 16 venues and bands on Cherokee. And each band is assigned to one venue. And they basically have this whole huge camera crew go and shoot like live performance music videos from venue to venue. And they have this whole schedule where you can catch your favorite or you can just travel with them to each one. And that was the last video they did that day. And so I'm now just waiting on mine because they're releasing them in the Yeah, world. yeah. So they've released like a few of them. I haven't been tagged in anything or emailed about anything. So I don't think mine is out yet. No. And I saw Lucius's and his oh, band. his came out. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen tight. it yet. It was so tight. Yeah. You know anything, Lucius? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they had a premiere party. I've seen it there once. So that was pretty. It was. It was pretty. It's a pretty good video. Yeah, Anthony hit me up uh, a while back. He's doing like a book. And oh really? Yeah. 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 yeah and uh, he was wanting me to help him design it, and I was like, hell yeah. Dope. But uh, I haven't heard bad from him uh, recently. But yeah, definitely another dude. Yeah, he's like on things. the scene. Yeah. yeah. He's a good cover story for Exist. Dude. There's actually a song on my SoundCloud produced by Anthony Lucius, but it's not my song. We were just high as fuck one day in the studio, and like. Uh, Leonard was there and Ike Zero was there and we literally recorded this shout song. Shout out Ike. Shout out Ike Zero. We literally recorded this song in like 15 minutes. <laughs> Dude, <Yeah>. that's sometimes <laughs> best songs will happen in 15 minutes. Yeah. You know? Well, like, nothing. The way it, like, where's, we've been, so we've been working on a couple of the, the bigger, the bigger, more spacious, mm-hmm. like, more intricate tracks on A Lamp in the Room and, like, you're just like, need some more energy. I don't know what you said. Yeah. Like, we need some more energy or something. So I was like looking through the archives and like the beat for nothing was like one of the first beats I ever made like three years ago. Three years ago. And it still to this day sounds like some futuristic shit. And I was just like, I guess you can use this. And he's like, okay. And then like a week later after he's been, after he was gone recording everywhere, he comes back and like shows it to me I'm just like what the fuck like this is insane (laughs) the beat is so minimal like it doesn't have much going on in it so it's like I was like yeah you can use it like fill it in or whatever and it's like yeah you fucking filled it in like it's insane like how much like your presence like dominated over (laughs) it Dude, that's hell yeah! What's the name of the song again? Nothing. The new. The, the new, new song. song. Oh, new song. yeah. I, that, that I blanked out for a second. Well, <laughs> yeah, that one song. Yeah, I have a song called "That One Song." A lot of my titles are like, <laughs> just like. I, it gets me every time. It's like, what song are you about to pour? And it's like that one song. It's like which one? Yeah, I'm like the one. That like one song. It's the one. I'll, I'll play it. You'll know it. <laughs> it's like, what are you just listening to? Nothing. It's like, who's on first? What's on second? Fucking so shit. A little bit, a little bit of humor to the uh, yeah. the darker, <laughs> the darker messages in the songs, like the or the mm-hmm. you know subject matter. And anyway, that's what I love because I love artists like Missy Elliott and like Buster Rhymes and like you know like they always have that like dark like aura but it was always like colorful and like over dramatic so yeah. that's what I'm always about what other uh, who are some other, more of your inspirations <laughs> what's your what's the first song you remember listening to and getting down to Michael Jackson yeah. Black and White that's that's like one of my favorite songs um, I really love Marilyn Manson too uh, Beautiful People dang uh, Marilyn Manson is like one of one of my Michael Jackson and Marilyn Manson are my top two 
idols and you should you should look at some Marilyn Manson videos like revisit them because we just got that tape of like all of them which is mm-hmm. funny but like going back and watching them dude those those do oh dude look at it you can tell music you know, vi- oh music videos are go- like all those old stuff's gold like like it's a lot of stuff that I haven't seen of Marilyn Manson's and after we got the tape and looked back at it like I didn't even realize how much like the things we do are alike. Like I, like my uh, DJ Ramar got me this tiara for my birthday, and like I started wearing the tiara, and then like I like just liked it how it looked, and then like I kept wearing it, and then like I discovered this photo of Marilyn Manson with him wearing a tiara, and like with like flowers, and that's like the whole theme of the Nothing video, and this and I came up with that before <laughs> I saw this photo. Subconscious, yeah, it's yeah, just, it's just dude, like, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, I had a similar experience just, just happened to me with that. Like, I created something and then found an old thing, and it was like the same thing. It's like, yeah. how do, what what is like that in the universe happening that that things are coming full circle like that? Like, is it is it like ever? Are we on like some sort of like record player where we're just fucking spinning around? Like, well, like we the like thing we we change physically. And evolve physically, but like consciously, like things aren't evolving. So well, maybe like I do feel like nothing is original. You know what I'm saying? So I, I do feel like yeah, I feel like there's still original stuff, but like everything goes through a lens. Like it's nothing's original, but you're like changing it. Through yeah, lens. it's not exactly I you feel know. Like you're like picking it's your perspective from like things you've seen, heard, yeah. and like you're molding it to yeah. something new. But mm. it's all. It, came from something you know what i'm yeah, saying definitely. Yeah. kind of like learning english it's like you wouldn't know english if you never heard it mm-hmm. like you wouldn't feel this way or like mm-hmm. if you never seen it done or you know what i'm saying yeah, by yeah. someone else mm-hmm. well, it's like my production like my my music style it's like i'm embracing my influences more so it's like it's just like not picking and choosing but like putting more weight on different like not being afraid to be untrendy so it's like right now one of my biggest inspirations no shit no joke is issues by corn like that album like one of the biggest inspirations on my sound right now it's heavy as fuck it's dark it's ambient it's a classic record uh-huh. and people don't people like think oh corn's new metal blah 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 it's like yeah corn was good <laughs> fuck you disturbed sucked <laughs> like a lot of that new metal sh- new metal shit did suck or is like corny like Linkin yeah. Park I liked but Breaking Benjamins like, yeah. <laughs> but like Corn, or, or some shit like that Corn, but Corn, well they were the like the the, the yeah ev- the evolution yeah, from pr- like uh, in, uh, from grunge to this new like metal and, and like the the deep like southern metal that was coming out like Pantera and yeah, shit like yeah, that. Exactly. so they bridged this gap metal, like yeah mm-hmm. it was definitely and it was like it definitely had more of like uh and it was hip hop influenced for sure. It was yeah. Hip influenced, which none of the other metal uh metal acts were really doing. And but it came on it like came it on, immediately. Yeah. They had like Limp Biscuit and Lincoln Park. And even corn to an extent, like Twisted Transistor where he's got like the blinged out like, transistor. skull stand with his yeah, yeah, yeah. grills and shit. But uh, yeah, issues like Fuck like uh, three six mafia and uh, and master P and those that that kind of uh, culture sort of, was around with the, of, yeah. the 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 rims and and the big big things and the shiny. You look at if you look at if you look at a lot of southern hip hop and a lot of metal, there's a lot of sonic like similarities too mm-hmm. at the time because like. 
you listen to like a breakdown in like a metal song or it's like or just like a and then you listen to the hi-hats on like a Memphis track where it's like it's like the same thing yeah like same groove it's all about the there's that southern groove in it yeah so it's like I listen you know I'm listening to like Gangsta Pat and Tommy Wright the third and like old Memphis artists from the 90s and listening to like new metal and like Mashuga and shit like that yeah and then listening to Young Thug and then listening to Eric Dante and like all this <laughs> stuff you know broaden your horizons yeah like get to get to listening to some music because it's out there there's so there's so many genres and so many different bands out there and like the big ones from back in the days that just that that made it cultural relevant cultural relevance mm -hmm. to 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 listen to them and to define those genres yep. you know that that type of of culture that uh, that is you've, you've now evolved into what's happening now yeah definitely is is definitely like coming back you know well everyone bites the hip hoppers always everyone always like if you listen to if you listen to like top 40 music now compared to like even just like five years ago it's like EDM like five years ago and that's like trap shit now true you know, everyone bites the, the southern sound or like the hip hop sound yeah. Trailblazers, you know. Yeah. But. It's, you know, it's like it's du dubbing from back in the day, right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, reggae dub, dubstep, or yeah. not dubstep, but uh, like how they just sampled from different tracks. That's how, that was how, it's, that was how it all started. Yeah. You know, grab this record, see what happens. I'm inspired by all of it. That's why I try to mash it all in one. Yeah. Yeah, that's so amazing too, Marilyn Manson. Like, uh, who was uh, who else was uh, you Prodigy? Are you are you listen? Did you listen to Prodigy? I didn't, but I know. Them. <laughs> 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 absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that stuff. Like, and yeah, like I said, like the the whole nineties uh, are coming back now. No, I love that late 90s and early 2000s are coming around more mm -hmm. so as well because it's like chokers kidding me yeah. <laughs> crop tops charmed <laughs> what was the one Shout with the out. what was the movie Shout black uh oh with the three witches sister with sister girl three girls oh what was that movie but no not bewitched uh oh shit i forget <laughs> had what's her name in it and the other two girls that I forget their names. I'm really good with my movie history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, goth, goth. I think is goth. Yeah, mall goth. Yeah. Like like the mall goth, like not like trendy. Mall goths are tight. Like giant baggy, fucking. Are Jinkos coming back? Tell me, Jinkos are coming back. I think I think they might be. You might get a smaller, like a more refined version of it. Okay. I think they're coming back. Oh, dude, I wore Jinkos every day. I had like one pair, wore them every day from like eighth grade to no, from like sixth grade to eighth grade. That was like my that's what we wore. Jinko jeans. You think khaki cargo shorts will ever be like trendy? I just saw somebody post something that was like, quit picking on guys wearing cargo shorts. <laughs> if you're working, it's cool. 
Yeah, that means you're holding things in them and yeah. utilizing those pockets. Dog, I'm a big guy. I can't wear anything that's not slim or I just look like a fucking toilet paper tube. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. I have to wear, like, skinny jeans and, like, sort of... I can wear baggy shirts, I guess, but I have to wear, like, tapered jeans. Yeah, things. well, you gotta, you know, flatter your body. You gotta yeah. flatter, flatter what, what makes you look good. If I wear a Jinkos, I'll look like a goddamn... <laughs> like, like, oh, I remember the the big dudes like back in the F5 day. Five tornado upside down. Like the, the, the it was yeah yeah. <laughs> it's, exact, it's exactly what they looked like, yeah. man. Because like everybody wore jinkos. Everybody wore jinkos in my school. You know, it was like the cool thing to do. All skater kids. It's like you can't even skate in those things. I don't know, but congratulations, jinkos, for bringing it back. Yes, appreciate Jinkos. it. Jinkos. They'll be my first sponsor. <laughs> They'll be my first sponsor for the podcast. This po- this podcast brought to you by Jinkos Jeans. <laughs> G- the Jean Company. Jinko Jinko. Jinko Jinko. <laughs> That's awesome. You guys have so many shout outs and anything. Is there anything else? Uh, any other shout outs or projects that we uh, forgot to talk about or mention? Um. Well, I just want to sh- make one shout out, and this I already mentioned him, but I just wanted to shout out my DJ, DJ Hood Bunny, because mm-hmm. like he's also been a lot of part of the creating process along Hell the yeah. way. Because like when we first met, he wasn't really an official DJ yet, and it was like he saw it in me, and I saw it in him, and we kind of like he was like, "I want a DJ for you." And then I remember when he first bought his DJ stuff, and it's like now people are booking him as a DJ, and it's just exciting to see. Hell yeah! So it's like. Hood yeah. bun- DJ Hood Bunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's great. HB. Oh, yeah. HB. That's tight. Well, shout I can't wait to... Again. What? Just shout out Leonard again. Leonard. Yeah, definitely shout out Leonard. Leonard has engineered all of my tracks. Clown. He's a clown. And we'll... Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll put a uh, a link. You guys will give me all the links yeah, to everything. fall asleep in the studio, wake up in the studio. Yeah. Good. That's good. <laughs> like, keep doing it. Keep creating. Thanks. Put put out stuff. Keep putting it out because I want to hear it. I want to hear yes. everything. And I can't wait for your album. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'll yeah, let you know what's coming out. I'm gonna be doing a a tape release show. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Thank you guys again for stopping by and doing this. It keeps it keeps me motivated. Keeps me going. Keeps the existing happening. Same. And promotes you guys. And that's what I'm about. I want to yeah. put you guys out there because you guys are fucking creative minds. That that, for need, that need the, that need the spotlight. You guys need a spotlight. I'm here come, for you. Yeah, come through. Come through to the space sometime. Oh, I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there. I come. I'll come to. I come to everything. I try. I try to come to everything I can. So if I've got time to do it. Yeah, I've definitely seen you. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. Thank you guys for seeing me. I'm out there. I'm doing it. I got my camera. Oh, that's what I want to do, too. I'll give a couple photos of you guys. But, yeah, thanks again, Eric Dante, Hayden Molinarolo, Fada Vampire, Angel of, Angel of Death. Let the bodies in the flow. Let the bodies. Yeah. Didn't that dude commit suicide or something? Yeah, he did. Oh. That's why it's like kind of weird to see all the memes about him. Because it's like, oh. He did. He, mm-hmm. All right. And on that note, <laughs> that's it. Signing off, I guess. Here we go.